Josh and Richie here with your daily takeaway and an update, first of all, to the sweepstake we had on the previous episode. And that was, how would my Wednesday evening go at home on my own uh, whilst my wife was at Busted at the O2? Uh, a bit of blue in an early night. What did you eat? I'm not, I can't work out what it was. <laughs> I went for an omelette because that was pretty much all that was left in. Uh, but the really? debate was, was the Xbox going to play up? Was my son going to play up? Was I going to get that time to myself that I wanted? Yes, OK, right. So I think I, I, I said that stuff was going to kick off at about half nine, I think, <laughs> in terms of child waking or Xbox needing two hours to update the internet. Child didn't wake until 2am in the morning. So so that was good going. Uh, Xbox itself didn't need updating. So that was good going. But because I decided to download and buy the brand new Train Sim World 4, (laughs) that I think finally downloaded with my very slow broadband at some point after 3am in the morning. Uh, So uh, it didn't happen last night. Uh, The irony of playing a British train-based game and having a three-hour delay. (laughs) (laughs) This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. A big thank you again, uh, even though the result was quite hurtful for uh, my team losing the, the bowl off last week on home time. It was nice to go out with a load of listeners, wasn't it? A week ago, a week ago. Do you know what? I realised the other day we got a bowling trophy for that. We never got, my team never got pre- presented with it on oh, the night. Oh, my heart bleeds. <laughs> where is the trophy? I don't, where is the trophy? Have we lost yes. the... OK, uh, at least oh, our producer still got a trophy. Uh, big thank you for everyone coming out. It was brilliant to see you guys. We'll organise more stuff like this down the line. I want to I wanna just have a particular mention for a lady that was on my team called uh, Francis Rodriguez. Do you remember I, I drafted her onto my team because I was particularly fascinated by her name? Yes. And, and she turned out to be quite just as fascinating as her name suggests. Maybe not quite as good at bowling. <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> she had a bowling style where she swung the ball behind her with both hands <laughs> and forwards and back and forwards and let go. Because I've never seen anything like it in my life. But she was telling me on the walk uh, to the bowling alley just some of the stuff she's won. She's like, you know, you get these people, and I admire them, who enter everything competition-wise. Mm. So she's won, like, a stay at the Ritz, like, ho- holidays abroad. Wow. Like, hoovers, hair dryers, all this kind of thing. She's constantly ent- entering um, competitions. And I was thinking to myself, I have never won anything from a competition in my life. The only time I've ever won, right, I won, and this is God's honest truth, I won a raffle at a school fair thing when I was a kid, but the, the prize was baby sham, oh. so I had to just hand it straight over to my mum and dad. Right, yeah. So, to this day, never won anything. You ever won anything? Uh, I've, I've, I don't really have the life admin uh, to be able to <laughs> enter all these things to win in the first place. So I suppose the only thing I really have won is um, uh, with work about a week ago, we did a 10-pin bowling night. And, oh, uh, here we so- go again. <laughs> it's backfired. This whole feature's backfired. But the, his his boasting aside, what we want to hear from you this hour, just tell us what you've won. Kerry Riley says she won a month's supply of popcorn. My idea of a month's supply was very different to what I got. 12 bags. Surely it should be a bag a day, right? <laughs> be careful what you wish for. If you want something from a competition, tell us at Absolute Radio now. I'm just thinking about consuming all that popcorn. I mean, I don't think you'd ever, for 365 days, you would never have a day where you haven't got a piece of popcorn stuck in your teeth. Constantly doing that in meetings. <laughs> your tongue. Uh, we are one home time show with terrible (laughs) terrible noise I'll never do that again (laughs) nine different playlists do it again now Uh, uh, you can choose uh, what playlist goes with the show but you'll hear him doing that noise on all of them 
Uh, we've got lucky, lucky listeners. That's what it is. Phil Richards says he won a step counter, a skipping rope, and a ball, <laughs> all designed to get me moving more and therefore healthier. I give you three guesses as to how that worked out. <laughs> With all due respect to him, that to me is not a prize. This is Christian Hill says I've won many fantastic prizes, but my best one to date was a trip to Australia in 2015 to watch the Cricket World Cup final in Melbourne at the MCG, Ooh. which was unreal. The only downside was the competition was only for three days over there, so oh. I spent more time up in the air than I did on the ground. Though, for the experience I had, I would happily do it all over again. See, what we're getting with these things, some of them are brilliant, and then some of them are a bit like, so 12 bags of popcorn yeah. earlier on, months of popcorn, and then that down on the on the floor for three days in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the air for hours. Jet-lagged and asleep watching the Cricket World Cup final. No, thank you very much, sir. Ben Daly says four nights in Vegas at the Super Bowl for the weekend for four people in a five-star hotel from a bag of wine gums. Wow! Who'd have thought from a bag of wine gums? And hello to Grab This Book on Twitter who won £250 in an Irish wedding on a guess how long the speech will last sweepstake. I still can't believe that Maynards have got some tie-up with the NFL. What's going on there? I need to get stuck eating my, wine gums. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Lambert says a signed Shaking Stevens Christmas album. <laughs> signed by Shaky himself. What about that? Uh, Gillian, weekend camping tickets for tea in the park, along Ooh. with 24 cans of Tenants Lager in my local paper back in 2005. There's something about tea in the park. If you ever see any like footage of it, it always looks like carnage. Uh, Rachel says tinned fish. She won the John West. <laughs> oh, come on! John West Valentine's competition. Is that really a thing? It's amazing. <laughs> Happy Valentine's. There's some tuna. Jane says, I may be the only person who's won something like this, but I won a year's supply of hair dye. <laughs> Which is very, what a weird, unusual thing to win. How would you go through that? Because does hair get... I, 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 I don't dye my hair, neither do you, but we don't need to. But like, does it go quick enough to be able to like use it up in a year? I don't know. I've just, I'm just haunted by memories of... My mum used to have one of them... Low rubber skull caps with holes in it that she would pull her hair through as she would do her, her own highlights in the sink. And if you came in the bathroom at some point and, and weren't aware, it was like there was a monster in there. <laughs> uh, El- Elvira uh, says, Guys, I won a diamond necklace uh, from Goo Desserts back in 2012 for the Whoa. Queen's Diamond Jubilee. There were 60 necklaces to be won, and I won one of them. That was about the only decent thing that I've ever won or wore. Elvira. Do you know what? I have put in a lot of goo time over the years. <laughs> I know you sounds have. awful. That sounds like a terrible thing, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I've bought loads of goos and I, I haven't had anything back off it. I've got nothing to show for it bar just hundreds and hundreds of ramekins. So hook me up with a necklace, please. But if, you, if you're a company that's got the money to be able to run off all those desserts in actual glass ramekins, then I reckon you probably can do some, some, uh, some diamond necklaces. Well, someone tweeted me the other day saying that they'd bought some goose and they weren't in, like, glass ramekins and they were, like, in cardboard or something. And I, and I thought, oh, maybe that's the beginning of the end. I don't know whether it's starting to move towards cardboard because surely they can't continue to do them in this incredible grade crystal. I would, goblets I would say the Diamond Jubilee promotion is finally catching up with their bottom line. <laughs> yeah, it is. The Daily Takeaway. 
Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. And thanks to our friends at Tesco Mobile, gifts galore to give away this week. Uh, Tesco Mobile are no strangers to helping, like how they freeze your bill with club car prices so you won't pay more than you expect. And because they're known as the helpful network, we've opened Bush and Richie's Helpfulness Hotline. Tell us what you need help with. We could be sorting out the problem for you. Uh, head to absoluteradio.co.uk to play uh, and read all the full terms and conditions. Right, let's uh, type into our phone and find out who is on today's voicemail. We believe it's Joe. Welcome to the Tesco Mobile voicemail service. The person you're calling is unable to take your call. It's Bush and Richie here. Welcome to our helpfulness hotline. Please leave a message after the beep. Hi, Bush and Richie. It's Joe from Wales here. I'd love a helping hand with food for my pet donkeys and alpacas. The donkeys, Chester, Amy, Rodney and Baby Dylan. And the alpacas, Brian, Sid, Stan, Charlie, Annabelle, Hannah, Swallow and George. Would love some good hay for the winter. We make hay with our vintage tractor, but it's been so wet here in Wales that it's going mouldy and it's really not much good for the winter. Thanks so much. <laughs> wow, that's an unusual request. Never had a, uh, an animal feeding request before on this show. What I like about this is uh, Joe very, very specific with the names of Chester, Amy, Rodney, Dylan, Brian, Sid, Stan, uh, Charlie, Swallow and George, uh, but uh, introduced herself as Joe from Wales. Yeah, yeah, she's going to just give a bit more information. I mean, we are we are on the lookout for... I know our boss, Paul, is very, very invested in Absolute Radio's 15th birthday. Yeah. And I would say the, this coming Friday, tomorrow, maybe maybe lacks that final piece of the puzzle. If there is any way Joe could bring down the guys, the gang, what about that? I'm sure Paul would absolutely love that. What a finale. Oh, he'd love that. All those llamas and donkeys turning up in Golden Square for the party. Wonderful. Yeah, it'd be like uh, that episode of Blue Pier. <laughs> um... I don't know much about donkeys and llamas, but I've Googled what they eat because basically they need food because this vintage tractor's broken down or something. She or hates a bit, bit of wet hay. Um, donkey diets, good quality barley straw or oat straw. Um, so we'll buy buy some good quality barley straw or oat straw. Okay, get it on Amazon now. Um, and then uh, llamas, what do llamas eat? Uh, llamas eat grass and other plants. So... Uh, a bit disappointing, llamas. I always thought llamas were slightly extravagant. I thought they were like fried eggs or something like that, just up so, bits of grass. What do we do, like buy us some turf? Well, yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll get it We'll get it sorted out for yeah. them. And uh, Who knows, maybe even try and get them some nice blankets to keep them warm, <laughs> just to keep our producer, Adam, very busy. Congratulations, Joe uh, and Chester and Amy and uh, so on and so forth. Uh, all thanks to Tesco Mobile, a network where you collect Tesco club card points with your phone plans. Must be why they call it the helpful network. <laughs> I'm absolutely gutted. We were only talking the other day uh, about iconic stuff from your past and growing up, etc. Uh, and I'm absolutely gutted uh, with this news that's kind of broken today that some little toe rag or scumbag has cut down the iconic Sycamore Gap tree in Hexham, Northumberland. You know, the one from the Robin Hood movie. Yeah. In the middle of the night. It's just absolutely unbelievable. I, I'm so fired up about it. It's like, you know, just when you think things can't get any worse, you, know, you get these little moments through the news with humanity where you think, oh, God, we've kind of... Have we plateaued at, like, a terrible level? And there's always something. I know this is, like, just a tree being cut down, but it just seems like such a malicious, horrible thing to have done. And I was hoping, oh, maybe it's just the storm that's taking it down, but... It's definitely been cut down by someone, which is awful. The worst thing is, having walked past that tree and had our photo taken by it, we did a, a walk up, uh, you know, Hadrian's Wall way for my friend mm. uh, Adrian, Hadrian and Adrian's birthday. Um, that tree is, is, 
it's not just a tree, it's like a symbol for Northumberland. Loads of people's ashes are scattered around that tree because it's so iconic. People have proposed under that tree and you know, kids have had picnics with their parents and grandparents and generations by that tree. So to have it cut down like that, it's just, I don't know what, why it, is, it has such a big effect on me, but I just think it's absolutely disgusting. I'm fuming. It is, and it's, it's absolutely pointless as well. It's, it's yeah. mindless. It's so depressing. It really is depressing. I, it makes me think, like, why can't we have nice things? It genuinely makes me think that. And I don't know how, how they get around this now. Like, can they bring in another tree? Is there a way? Can you transplant trees? Or you can't do that, can you? I think I you can. Think tree would do it. I think you can, but equally, is, is, is there enough of that one left for it to grow again? I, I don't know. It's got, honestly, absolutely gutted. Like I say, yesterday on this show, talking about iconic things, and the, 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 the fallout from, say, yesterday's conversation is... What I love about people is that certain little things, memories like that, can stay with someone for their like their whole life. So you may, maybe you proposed under that tree. It's just that that kind of stuff stays with you. And for someone to go and cut that down, I know we don't know the full story just yet, but man, I, I'm just so annoyed about it. So uh, yeah, fuming, got it. This is the daily takeaway. Made a mistake earlier on today. Didn't think it was going to be uh, a mistake. Uh, pumpkin spice latte season is underway. Uh, Starbucks uh, brought their regular seasonal favourites to the menu. Been out for a couple of weeks now. Uh, I love a pumpkin spice latte, but it's not exactly autumnal like properly yet, is it? I, it's not exactly cold. Uh, but on the way into work today, I thought, no, I'm going to go for it. I fancy it. I love them. Let's let's do it. So I ordered a pumpkin spice latte. It wasn't a good one. It was too strong. It was too sickly. And do you know what? It might have been so bad that my first one of the year could well have been my last. And I'm just going to go again in 2024. Do you know what? I kind of I encourage and applaud that because I just think coffees and that shouldn't be messed around with. You are you know one, of one of these traditionalists, things. aren't you? you? You don't like flavours of anything being messed up with. No, it's like you have like uh, like weird mayonnaise mixed with stuff, like weird types of mayonnaise or, or um, uh, marmite flavored sh- shampoo, or you know, I mean that kind of <laughs> stop mucking around with stuff. Just keep keep all the drinks in their lane. That's cl- what I would say. To clarify, I have had marmite chocolate. I, I've never been brave enough to do a marmite <laughs> shampoo. If there's one out there, I'd try it. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it? It was no good. Um, someone here says always ask for just the one pump, otherwise they go mad with it. Do you know what? I, I use that as a motto going right the way through life. <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Time to make the English language even bigger than it is already. There are words that do not yet exist, and we find them here on this Hometime Show once a week. Find a word for so many situations in life that don't yet have a word. Uh, we outsource it to you guys, and we come up with them. That's how this show works. We outsource it to you, and then we just <laughs> yeah, take credit yeah, at the we end. We marshal it through. Uh, we've had a, a, an email in from Eamon. If you want to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. He says, Bush and Richie, we need a word for those people who always fall asleep during movies just like my girlfriend Kate uh, I don't know about you my other half Katie falls asleep yeah. during stuff so you have to explain it to be quite frank doesn't have to do a movie actually just nods off yeah is it a girl I mean I don't want, I don't want to start a war here is it a girl thing? Could be a girl thing. I think we've got to be careful with this because careful. if we acknowledge that it might be, it's because they possibly work harder than us. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, that could be what it is. Uh, so I think everyone does it. Bush, don't they? Yeah, everyone does it. Yeah. Everybody does it. But let's um, let's just find a word for it. That's what we're going to do. Flicknapper. Ooh, where's the flick coming from? 
Movies. Oh, old, old word for the movies, gone to the flicks. Gone to the flicks, now they're napping. <laughs> kind of thing my dad would say. But they're a flick napper. Uh, this is clever from Simon. Very clever. One for the kids. Barry Snorman. Oh, good old Barry Norman. That's good. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, Chris says, cine-nappers. It starts with a cine-yawn, and then before you know it, you're a cine-napper. Yeah, there is the root. That's how it develops. I still haven't come up with one yet, so apologies. <laughs> I can't believe this. You have so much time. Can't think of anything. Cat uh, makes it very subtle, this. It's quite good. It says, Rover thinking this liars that's what they're called it's a bit harsh are you asleep no they won't have it will they no they won't a cine-napper never never tells the truth uh, Chris Rob great name two first names for his entire name it says time waster my missus wastes my time by making us pick a film that we both want to watch before she just falls asleep anyway. Uh, Eamon's got in touch, uh, very much dropped his partner Kate in it, always falling asleep during any of the films that they watch, but pointed out there is no word for this type of person who falls asleep in a film. Uh, we need to decide on one tonight. Uh, so, obviously, it was at the Imperial War Museum yesterday. Obviously, it was a bit about Hans Blix and Iraq, the WMDs. Uh, Martin King has tweeted to say, what about WDIM? What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> that would be an anacronym rather than a word, wouldn't it? That's a good point. I'll get back to Martin now. <laughs> <laughs> Let him know. Um, we need to make a ruling. I, I don't think we've heard anything better than what we had in from Chris about half hour ago. The Cine Nappers. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're not gonna pick a Barry Snorman. But yeah, but that's a name, isn't it? Really. That's a good point. That's a good point. Should we go Cine Napper? I think Cine Napper with a with a nod to Barry Snorman. We'll get Collins Gem on the phone right now and get it in the dictionary. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. So there you go, that's the show. Just want to return one more time to what we were talking about before uh, when we were introing the podcast, and that's Richie, uh, the irony of Richie playing a train game that was took ages to download, thus making him three hours late to be able to play it, like actual real-life train, you know, being a passenger on a real-life train. Can you can you do the thing where you send off for compensation? Like, you can get your <laughs> ticket back a bit, can't you, if you've over an hour and a half delayed or something like that? Um, that would be a great update to the game if uh, if some of the, like, the, the computer-generated players were able to um, request a, uh, like, a refund off me. That would be quite something. All I would come back to you and say is, I don't intend to be on industrial action tomorrow with the Xbox. Oh, that's it, yes. You get to choose. I, and if you, um, if you decide to go into work, can I... Stand on the picket line and shout bad words at you. Stand, shout. shout scab at me from the doorstep. Now there's the trade union game I want to play.